Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, on the patron side, we started a bracket uh, this week uh, to determine the best rivalry in North American sports. And yeah, to recap, so if you're, we, we had 32, yeah. 33 uh, rivalries because we had a plan. And we have four entrants into the Elite Eight right now, right? We have Steelers, Ravens, USA, Canada, mm-hmm. Women's Hockey, Celtics, Lakers, and Michigan, Ohio State. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we could, yeah, we could go over those, uh, when we get to the elite eight and, and, and tell you who got knocked out, but yeah. you're not missing anything. If you missed the first half, we just figured to split it up because frankly, it would be annoying to come up with two original ideas this week and split them up. It's just the laziness thing. And it would be rude to make people listen to the first half on the regular feed and then say, you want to hear the winner, check out the patrons. So we're doing it the opposite way. So everyone can hear the bulk of the bracket. Um, but yeah, let's get to the bottom half and see who the but non-patrons missed my underwear eight. story. Yeah, they did miss your underwear story. That is a good point. Yeah, if yeah. you want to hear Chester's underwear story, or you could hear for free, just listen to the pretty, pretty good podcast because uh, yeah. you told it probably in more detail on your curb podcast. Yeah. So you don't have to become a patron for just for that. Yeah. All right, let's start with uh, some college sports. Tennessee UConn women's basketball. They just didn't see. There was a couple rivalries that are big rivalries that like stopped playing for random reasons. Uh, yeah. West Virginia. Um, so West I think Virginia. I think Shoot. the issue with Tennessee UConn is it yeah. was so big in the Pat Summit era, right? Yes. They met in the NCAA tournament seven times in a 12-year period from 95 to 06. Crazy. Amazing. Four of those mm-hmm. in the national championship game. How many of those four did UConn win? All four. All four. Correct. And then another two in the final four. And then one. one then UConn's the lost eight. zero or one college, uh, national championship yeah. game. They usually so, lose so I mean, I'll defer to you on this one because, uh, you know, you're the UConn guy. How big of a rivalry has this been in the post-summit era? Well, so the, it, the, here's the thing. And it's almost a credit to the rivalry is that it became so heated that they stopped playing each other, which is interesting. Like, Pat Summit was upset about some Gino did on the recruiting trail and said, we're never going to play them again. And then she uh, became sick and, like, couldn't coach anymore and then eventually passed. And then her son uh, started sleeping issues. with his yeah. with one of, one, of, one of his players and then uh, disgraced the family legacy, uh, which I only mentioned because I'm a UConn fan. Um, <laughs> he does... But yes, he does have a child with uh, one of his one of his players on the team he was coaching, hmm. um, and um, so th- so like that's a hardcore rivalry where like the teams hate each other too much to even play. Like Duke, UNC, Michigan, Ohio State don't really have that luxury, uh, and of course it's in, in embarrassing for the sport of college basketball, women's college basketball, that like the best rivalry wasn't happening because Tennessee were a bunch of crybabies. 
but she's been gone long enough. Her legacy was disgraced in other ways. So they got they got back this year. UConn has Tennessee's best player uh, as a transfer also from two years ago. Uh, so that made it a fun game. And UConn did beat Tennessee. Uh, so it is a really big rivalry. Um, but Tennessee is bad now. Like Tennessee is not is not at all a contender is, is like on the fringe of the top 25 where UConn in a bad year. They're like the worst one seed in the tournament. Yeah. Uh, you know, and losing the final four. Um, so they're going to play Oklahoma, Texas. Uh, speaking of teams that have fallen by the wayside, like this is tricky because Oklahoma is very good, you know, probably like the sixth best, you know, team of the last decade. Uh, but Texas is like the 23rd best team of the last decade. Like Texas is not a title contender ever. Texas is bordering on the Nebraska zone at this point. Like they're not relevant. So I don't know what to do with this matchup. Yeah, I'll defer to you. My understanding of Tennessee UConn women is that it was really only for like a point in time and it doesn't sort of span generations. Right, I, I guess it's but dying just because like Tennessee sucks. So I'm with you. I'll, I'll put Oklahoma, Texas through, but okay. this is maybe this is maybe one of the weaker um, the weaker matchups so far. We have another college football matchup, the Iron Bowl, Alabama, Auburn. Yeah, and they're going to go up against something that you, was not on your short list. We should mention for the people. You made a short list of 50 people, but well, my short list is longer than the list. I don't know if it's a short list. Yeah, yeah, a long list. Well, that's what it's called. It's like a short list for the John Wooden Award, and then you name the winner. But it's like it's actually a long list because the, the winner is the, the list is one person. The short list is like 30 people. So that's just how the English language works. Alabama Auburn, the Iron Bowl, is going to face off against Rangers Islanders. And I was not provincial at all. I did not put my there's no Mets in this bracket. There's no Jets. There's no San Antonio Spurs. Um, there was just one Yukon Huskies, but like I did not, I didn't put biathlon in here. Um, by the way, I sent that, I sent a tweet today to the head of us biathlon because I was watching the world championships today and they didn't show a us woman was doing really well and they didn't show her shooting. And then I was thinking like, I think I would do a better job as producer of this telecast than the people <laughs> who produce it. Like they never know what to do. They're always showing like. The way biathlon works is like it, the race works is like if you miss more than two shots, you're irrelevant. So if someone, someone's in the middle of five shots and they miss their first two, stop showing what they're doing. And there's 100 other people on the track. Start doing somebody else because their day is over. Um, but they'll always show all five shots no matter what. They could be they could, you know, take a nap in the middle. They'll still keep it on them, even though they've lost the race anyway. So I was and the announcers don't can't do math. The whole point of most winter Olympic sports is like you have to do math to like the hundred, you know, you know, hundreds of a second. They can't do even basic math, so they can't figure out who's going to win. And they're stupid. They'll one of them will ask with the other one a question and the other guy will ignore it. And there'll be dead silence for like 90 seconds. And this happens 15 times every event. So I sent an angry text today and he did not respond. Um, anyway, uh, back to real sports. Rangers Islanders, those franchises hate each other. They have fun chance. It, it, go to a Rangers Islanders game is a delight. Probably one of the most underrated and best pro sports, sports rivalries. I know it does not have any non-regional impact. Like someone growing up in Minnesota, God forbid, or in California, like they don't know anything about the Rangers Islanders rivalry, but those teams really despise each other. Okay, but Alabama Auburn's advancing here. Yeah, but we're going to put it through. But yeah, I, I think that that in some ways, and you know, we did not put um, in terms of hockey rivalries, we had Canadians Leafs, which made it to the second round, but lost. Who is and your hockey team? Wing? If you had one, is it is it the Rangers? Well, no, it's my New York hockey team is the Islanders. I, I'm, I guess I'm ostensibly an Islanders fan, um, but I grew up as a Montreal Canadiens fan. Mm. Oh, because and they really won the cup in 93. No, it's really because I asked my grandfather did not is it was from Canada, but he's from Toronto and he did not like sports at all. And he was always puzzled by the fact that I like sports. 
And he and I thought that he was a Canadians fan because he was Canadian. And I didn't understand when I was, you know, seven, eight years old before the Canadians won the 93 Cup that he uh, a didn't care about sports and B was from Toronto, which had its own team. Yeah. So I started rooting for the Canadians and I have a lot of Canadians gear, like a lot of pictures of me in Canadian jersey and Canadians hockey stick. And I have Canadians hockey pucks in my old room at home. Um, but they uh, but I like at a certain point I realized like I was bogus and I stopped rooting for them. It was also hard when I was a kid to find Canadians games unless they were playing one of the New York teams or the devils like you couldn't ever watch the games that weren't on national tv so if if i i the short answer is the islanders but unfortunately i am a, a hockey agnostic i don't have a team um all right so alabama auburn versus oklahoma texas we'll get there in a minute and now we have we have an interesting matchup here dodgers giants rivalry they got really heated like a decade ago those teams really don't like each other it's I mean, one of the more back unique hundred years even yeah i mean my grandfather who is speaking of agnostics like my I've said this before my grandfather um 91 years old turning 92 next month he stopped following like he stopped rooting for a team when the when the New York Giants moved from the Bronx to San Francisco which what what is now almost 70 years ago right what year did the Giants move 1958 yeah so over 60 years ago he has not like he he likes the Mets in the sense that he'd like his grandson to be happy, but he's not a Mets fan and he loves baseball, but he's not a Mets yeah. fan. Even though the Mets he took the colors it, but, from both the Dodgers and the Giants. Yeah, he's not a Mets fan, but he's certainly not a San Francisco Giants fan. Like he cares yeah. more about the Mets than he does about the Giants. So he does not have a team for 62 years. But once when I was a kid, I was like, Grandpa, which team did you refer again? The Giants or the Dodgers? Like, oh, my God. Like, Lewis. He said Lewis because he calls me by my father's name. He has yeah. for 30 years. Uh, Lewis. Uh, I am not nearly dumb enough to have been a Brooklyn Dodgers fan. <laughs> like, so he still hates them the same way he hates. Uh, but honestly, hates, I mean, like um, these guys are like, there's like gang violence and I've stuff. Seen. I think in California now between like Dodgers. Yeah, and Giants. no, this is a legitimate rivalry. Dodgers. It, Giants. Can I say a weird thing? Baseball uh, is our national pastime. It's been around for over a hundred years. You would think it would have the most rivalries. You know, you have yeah. your. I care about the White Sox Twins. You care about the Phillies Mets or you know Braves I, Mets. I think there's really there's only not three baseball rivalries. It's Yankees, Red Sox, Cubs, well, Cardinals, and Dodgers. Baseball has no rivalries. Yeah, we but these baseball teams episode, play each other 18 times a year. I, I think that's the answer. I think because everyone wins and everyone loses, so it's hard to have a rivalry. Like, but, the right, Yankees have the upper hand against the Mets, but the Mets also beat the Yankees two or three or four times. But is there another big one? So it's Yankees, Red Sox, Cardinals, Cubs, Dodgers, if Giants. Is there another big rivalry? A... Yeah, Marlins, Rays. <laughs> if you play once a year, yeah, there are more stakes than if you play 18 times a year. And the big rivals literally play 18 times a year. So I think it's hard. You know what I mean? It's hard to like really the Mets and the, even the Mets and the Yankees. The Subway Series was it was so special when it started, but they play six times every year. It's not at all special anymore. It's mm -hmm. fun to go to the games, and I, of course I desperately want to beat the Yankees much more than I want to beat the Phillies or the Braves. Which yeah, is why I didn't include you know Mets Phillies, which some lists had, and I hate the Braves more than the Phillies. I think it's not. I think the rivalry thing every year is nice. Like the the Twins Brewers, I like those games. No, listen, it makes sense. The like, make money. So we don't play each other. Yeah, they make money. Yeah. yeah. No, it makes sense. Make the money. But right, so I, I Dodgers think Giants, it, it, who are they going up against? They're going up against Cincinnati Xavier. Ah, a very across town shootouts. Those teams hate each other also, like legitimately yeah. hate each other, you know. But it's I think it's a little bit more like Twitter trash talk than like, you know, like violence in the streets. That's a Dodgers good college Giants basketball rivalry. Dodgers Giants spans it, it went across the country together. Yeah, it, when, spans yeah, it is yeah. it's a very it is one of the more unique rivalries in all. Sports. I think like, because we're fact, on the East Coast and we're young, we sort of don't give Dodgers Giants the respect it deserves. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, we talked on the first half about how almost all of the NFC's rivalries are very good. 
right? Every NFC's team hates every other NFC's yeah. team. Like, yeah, the, the Eagles hate the Cowboys, load the Giants, and absolutely despise Washington. Yeah. Like, and and the Giants. So I pick Giants Cowboys. Yeah, but you could substitute this for any NFC East rivalry. I tr- I tried to research. I tried to look it up. I think the Giants Cowboys and Giants Eagles are the two biggest ones. Sorry, Washington. Well, I have Washington Dallas coming up soon. So if you want to maybe mm. switch that, we could switch that. But we'll I don't know. Uh, Gi- Giants Cowboys is the biggest one. All right, so let's do Giants-Cowboys versus Louisville-Kentucky. And we said we're considering football and basketball for the college sports. Uh, For Louisville and Kentucky, this is mostly, obviously, a basketball. All right, now can I point something out? Duke and UNC, which on our patron podcast, uh, lost in the first round of Michigan-Ohio State. We did not see the bracket. It was random. Duke and UNC have never met in the NCAA tournament. Louisville and Kentucky have met six times. Yes, they do run into each other. Well, part of that is because they're in different conference, so they're not they're not like you can use a yeah, yeah. face off in the yeah, first yeah. and even no, the I second round. That. But um, so, yeah, Louisville, Kentucky playing no like each other, as they say, I think Giants Cowboys has to advance here. And it's going to be a little bit representative of like the NFC East as a whole. Yeah, that's fine. But we're going to have the Dodgers Giants, I think, beat the Giants Cowboys. Oh, this is the Mike Francesa matchup. Hey, Mike, do you think the San Francisco Giants and the New York Giants hang out when they are in the same city? Famous <laughs> <laughs> question. That yeah, Mike. So Dodgers, Giants advances over Giants, Cowboys. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, but I want to ask you a question. Uh, Louisville, Kentucky. By the way, it's now uh, Dodgers, of... Padres. Yeah, Padres that's true. Padres are spending $180 million. Crazy. Like they're, I don't they, have four, they don't even have 180 fans. They're going to lock into the wild card. They have a 50-50 chance of making the real playoffs. I mean, I mean, my, I, I, if my, I was a Padres fan, I'd be happy. There's only 12 of them, but. I don't know. Like my uncle, my all my cousins grew up in San in Diego. Ohio. Like I've yeah. never, I've still never met a Padres fan. Yeah. Um, There's a reason the, ch- like, the Chargers they like the moved. Chargers. Yeah. yeah, they like the Chargers even, but they moved. Are they San Diego um, State fans? Jim Harbaugh was the coach there once upon a time. I don't think they're San Diego State fans. Um, Michael Retardant just left La Jolla. So, um, I, I oh, oh, so how about this? Uh, speaking of Louisville, Kentucky. Wait, you know do, where do, Rick don't we have another matchup we had to do? Oklahoma, Texas versus. Oh uh, yeah, we didn't do the one above it. But where, do you yeah. know where Rick Pitino is coaching? Rick Pitino Jr. What college is Rick Pitino Richard coaching? Pitino. Richard Pitino. No, coach he, in the Rick. Yeah, where does Rick Pitino, Richard's dad, coach yeah. in college basketball? I only know the, the most know? important Pitino. I have no idea. Okay, he's the I- Iona coach. Really? Isn't that weird? He's like he's like That's language so in weird. obscurity. Isn't that yeah. weird? Like nobody even knows that Rick Pitino. That's really weird. Iona. Well, yeah. I, first of all, Iona is like was like a hidden gem. They happened to have not won NCAA tournament games, but they had this incredible coach who came in and they were like the best or second best team in their conference every year for like fifteen years. They were excellent. Yeah, uh, they didn't. They were always like a little too low seated, so they would lose like a three fourteen matchup mm. or four thirteen. Yeah, uh, but then he retired. He just like he never they, took they a lose in the job, first round. He was serious, don't they? Yeah, but he was they're, amazing. They're, they're a premature ejaculator, one might say. Mm-hmm. Your voice getting a little deep. Oh shoot! That way, when I move my mic one like inch, the the mm-hmm. audio gets all screwed up. Damn it! Yeah, Jen gave me a baby and ran away, so I'm holding a baby in one arm. I had to move the mic. Yeah, grabbing at that's it. probably what happened. Yeah. Oh no! So sorry, okay. sorry, listeners. Don't worry about it. Um. So yeah, what's it called? So, yeah, Rick Pitino and Iona is also in one of the teams that had like six COVID breaks this year. So they played like two games anyway. Um. Okay. So Oklahoma versus Texas versus the Iron Bowl. I think we're gonna do the Iron Bowl. Yeah. Put that in all the events Iron Bowl. Okay. So that'll be Iron Bowl versus Dodger Giants in a few minutes. Uh, Just because, like, last... if you live in Alabama, you have nothing else that matters. And if you, yeah, I would, Alabama, I would you have nothing else that matters. But I think in Texas, other stuff matters. By the way, very good podcast recommendation. I've been listening to a bunch of podcasts. Um, Kirsten McGinnis gave us a list of like true crime podcasts. We I don't know if we talked about them. But I went through most of those. There. Yeah, I think we did t- and then talk I, about that somewhere. Uh, Floodlines, which was the Atlantic, had a, a like a seven eight part series on the on Hurricane Katrina. Uh, very mm-hmm. good. Highly recommend. 
uh, and also Short Creek, which was like um, uh, they like they embedded in one of these like polygamist uh, uh, Mormon fundamentals places in Utah. And that and they had like really good access. And that's excellent. You should listen to those, too. OK, um, OK, let's go. Let's continue on Mississippi State versus Ole Miss, the Egg Bowl, the Egg Bowl. Excellent matchup. Speaking of places where there's not much else going on, no professional sports teams in Mississippi. Yeah. That is a hated matchup. Those teams really do not like each other. Yeah. Um, Who's it going up know, against? The Yankees versus the Red Sox. Okay, next. Yeah. Yankees Red Sox. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that is that is a solid matchup. And then we have Washington Cowboys. We could switch that to you know involve the Eagles if you want. Well, let's see. So Washington Cowboys were both good at points in the seventies, at points in the eighties, at points even in the early nineties. Cowboys Eagles has been bigger, you know, more recently. But I, I think that you know I'm fine either way. Who is it going up against? Uh, Lafayette Lehigh. So the the oldest, rivalry, the rivalry, the oldest yes. college football rivalry. Yes. How many times um, have they met? They have met. Uh, really, ultimately, the question is like, do we care? Their first meeting was in 1884. Lafayette beat yes. Lehigh 56 to zero. They have played 155 times. The only year they didn't play was 1896. Was this no, this year also. They COVID. Um, right. And, and right. And then they yeah. did not play this year. Located so 17 miles apart. Ever. We also had a Lafayette Lehigh rivalry at the 32 fans beer tournament. Oh, that's right. Um, uh, My neighbor Missy Jason was Lehigh. a football player. Yeah. For Lafayette. At Lafayette. Yeah. yeah. And Mitzi went to Lehigh. That is correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, we could put that through. I, it doesn't matter. They're both losing to Yankees Red Sox. So let's put, let's give some Lafayette Lehigh respect because we don't even know what the NFC's rivalry should be. Sure. Uh, but then Yankees Red Sox goes to the Elite Eight. Okay. Um, I think that's an easy one. And okay. then the last quadrant here, one that I don't think you were expecting. U.S. versus Mexico men's soccer. You said North American rivalries. I don't know why this wouldn't count. Mm, no, what do you counts. think about this? I'm going to throw some urine These teams you. don't like each other. Yeah. They um, oh, they almost always play the first game of of the um, of the tenth of the of the ten game. Although they switched it, the Concacaf switched uh, like how you qualify now. So I don't even think they're going to play each other anymore. Yeah, uh, maybe they are. I forget. How, Here's I the issue. Good. I think like 95 percent of Americans aren't even aware of this. Incorrect. First of all. 5% of Americans like are originally from Mexico and like okay. really care about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, and then like soccer is getting bigger every year. Yeah. Uh, no, this matchup matters. It does ridiculous ratings. The USA Mexico game. If you include the English and Spanish. Sure. Telecasts. Yeah. Who's it going uh, up against? It's going up against Harvard. Yeah. Harvard. Uh, an amazing rivalry. Yeah. Uh, an amazing rivalry. Not as old as Lafayette Lehigh, but uh, you know, my, my old boss, Ron Vaccaro, when he, who's the voice of Yale football, when like if you asked him would you i think he, he would say if you would you rather go one nine and beat harvard or, or nine and one and lose to harvard i'm almost certain you'd go one nine and beat harvard but here's the issue uh, with the harvard yale rivalry ultimately like yeah. the fans of both teams you know who they hate much more like all the poor people they step over on the way to the game <laughs> no 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 <laughs> i'm saying like harvard and yale like everybody hates them and like these people don't really care about sports let's be honest no, I don't. I mean, I think USA Mexico is better. Also, yeah, Mexico soccer fans care so much more than anybody at Harvard and Yale cares about anything sports related. They just care well, about their, you know, very, their a very thing. weird thing has happened in which the USMNT, of course, misses the World Cup and then just plays some friendlies and then basically takes over a year off because of uh, the way the schedule worked. They barely have played in 18 months. And in those 18 months have become are like have basically put together like an Avengers style squad of like really good players. To the point where, like, when the team actually ever comes back, it's going to be like a star-studded team. 
maybe if they're yeah. like like being objectively worse than Costa Rica, they might be objectively better than Mexico now. Like this is like an absolutely loaded team. That's all right. Well, I'm excited to see it on the bench in Chelsea. No, that's they got McKenney like playing well. Juventus they have guys all over all over the globe really starting for for legitimate teams. It's going to be wild. They're they're a very good team. Uh, and then the last matchup: Army Navy versus Cubs Cardinals. So Army Navy, you know, patriotism, all that. But like, does anybody really care? Yeah. You watch this. Is anybody outside? Center. No, I, I like I don't watch the games anymore. Um, I'll watch if it's close in the fourth quarter. The Army Navy game. Also, you're supposed to be on um, the same side. Uh, all the troops. You mean who do like, who do like Air Force Coast Guard Space Force people root for? Oh yeah, the Space Force. Are they going to have a college? That's a good question. Yeah. Cubs Cardinals. Uh, you know, best fans of baseball, of course. Uh, the Cardinals are basically also like, Army and Army Navy. Like, if football matters, basketball. Army's never made the NC tournament. They're one of four original teams that have not made any NC oh. tournament. They've been yeah. available. All right, so we're advancing Cubs Cardinals, right? Cubs Cardinals. But I want USA Mexico to win. But it doesn't matter. We're going to start the Elite Eight right now, and Yankees Red Sox beats USA Mexico. Okay, so USA Mexico. Uh, let me Red let me Sox just read the Elite Cubs Eight Cardinals. for people. Right? Let me let me yes. Let me read the Elite Eight for people who um did not hear the first half of this podcast. Sure. So we have USA Mexico and the Yankees Red Sox. I'm going from bottom to top in the bracket. Okay. Dodgers Giants versus the Iron Bowl, Alabama Auburn. Michigan Ohio State versus Celtics Lakers and USA Canada women's hockey versus Steelers Ravens. Okay. Can I mention um, some rivalries that we didn't uh, make your bracket? Yeah, yeah, but fine. I'll, and I'll briefly just say the other teams in, that people did not hear uh that lost uh or already. Saints Falcons Packers, Packers Bears, Michigan MSU Washington, Washington State, Grambling Southern uh, in college football, Portland, Seattle in soccer, Red Wings, Blackhawks, 76ers, Celtics, Lakers, Clippers, BYU, Utah, UNC Duke lost to Michigan, Ohio State in the first round in a Titanic matchup, the ex-Civil War, Oregon, Oregon State, and Canadians, Leafs. Yes. What did not make it? Okay, so Raiders, Chiefs. I was trying to think who makes it in, in the AFC West. Uh, a lot of these teams go back to the AFL, of course. The yeah. Raiders, the Chiefs, those teams, the Broncos. I don't think there's an obvious one there. Chargers. Yeah. Um, um, the giant. We talked about Giants. We talked about the MCs. Packers, Vikings. We talked about on the other podcast. 49ers, Rams. This goes back all the way to the '60s, also. Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't think it's. I think it peaked in the '90s. I don't think it's strong. And I think the Niners have traditionally sort of beaten up on the Rams when they're both good. All right. Um. Yeah. Uh. We talked about Phillies, Mets, Twins. Uh, okay. Hockey, Canadians, Bruins, uh, Alves, Red Wings. We mentioned Flyers, Penguins, Senators, Leafs. The battle. Of no, it's Avs, not Avs. Yeah. Avs is somebody totally different. Sabres, Leafs battle. The QEW, Bruins, Leafs, Red Wings, Leafs. All right. Uh, okay. USC, Notre Dame. We didn't discuss. Yeah. So uh, the thing is, like, is you know, you could do USC, Notre Dame, but USC, UCLA might be. Is I'd, I'd have to ask a USC person, what's your biggest rival? Yeah. So we so instead we included neither of them. Uh, the backyard I brawl. I included neither of them. Pittsburgh, West Virginia. Uh, yeah, the thing is that they are in different conferences now, and they don't play each other right now. Mm. Um, the uh, the big game. I, I included it, and then I took it out because I think they they like literally stopped playing. They didn't play last year. This year, uh, they're starting to play again in twenty twenty two. The backyard brawl. What about uh, Cal Stanford? The big game. I, I think it's overrated because that one it's, play. Like it's got a little bit of the wine wine and cheese sort of Harvard Yale stigma. I think. I, yeah, I, I, I like would be good for me for a couple of years, guys, and then mm. and then we'll say yeah. rivalry match. Uh, Georgia, Florida, Florida, Florida State, Miami, Florida State. None of those. I, same thing. It's like who is the Gators' biggest rival? Like, is it Georgia? Okay. Fine, but like, I, I think FSU is. You know, Miami's falling on hard times. FSU, FSU, I don't think is the answer. Georgia, Georgia, Georgia Tech doesn't make it. Also, like, no, 
Okay. Auburn, mm. oh, by the way, Auburn versus Georgia, not going to make it, but that's the deep South. Georgia Tech rivalry. mattered in sports when we were kids. Like the, yes, the youth don't know. Yeah. That Auburn, Georgia, Tech Auburn used Georgia to is, the, they do is, not the, is the oldest rivalry in the deep South, 1892. Yeah. No, Auburn Georgia is good, but like I, Auburn's, who's Auburn's biggest rival? It's Alabama. Yeah. Who's Alabama's biggest rival? Uh, what is the most played, the what is the most played rivalry in FBS football? Oh, in FBS? Yeah. Dating back to I'm going to say Minnesota, Wisconsin. Yeah. Paul Bunyan Zach's baby. Because you only care if it involves you. So, yeah. Indiana Purdue in basketball. Yeah, I thought about it. I is thought that, about that, it. Um, I was trying to think, what's the biggest Big Ten basketball rivalry? I mean, we discussed Michigan-Michigan State, but... Probably Michigan-Michigan State, just because the schools hate each other mm-hmm. so much. I'd be open. Uh, maybe Northwestern Rutgers. What about a bo- old Big East rivalry, Georgetown-Nova? That got nothing. That got nothing. Right. Okay. Uh, and then <laughs> Kansas versus like K-State. <laughs> the Sunflower Showdown dates back to 1907. Um. Yeah, Kansas-K-State is fine. Again, like that's a matchup that loses in the first round. I, I picked things with upside to go to go far in this one from it. Okay. There's a lot of good college basketball rivalries. Okay. You know, as a UConn fan, we don't like who's UConn's biggest rival. It's tough. Like, I guess Georgetown, but, you know, we, you know, we just rejoined the Big East after a zillion years. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't like Villanova, but my, the team I like the least by far is Syracuse. We're not even in the same conference as Syracuse. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fine. So let's, all right. So uh, the first entry into the Final Four is Alabama, is Alabama, no, 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 is the Yankees Red Sox, which beat the U.S. Mexico Dosa Cerro matchup. Uh, then we have this is a good one: the Iron Bowl, Alabama Auburn versus Dodgers Giants. This is really tough. Yeah. Um, so where are you leading? I'm not. This is, I think, the hardest matchup of the day. Oh no! I think, don't Dodgers think so. Giants I, advances. Dodgers Giants is really, you know, is Alabama unique. Auburn is huge in the SEC. It's fun once a year. Dodgers Giants is like it's just it, it, Alabama Auburn also matters they both, nationally. I think Alabama, Alabama Auburn matters more nationally well, okay, than Dodgers Giants. Right now does. it does because they've both been good for the last decade. But where was Alabama Auburn in the eighties or the sixties or the forties or the twenties or the nineteenth century? I wasn't around in the forties. Maybe they were. Yeah. They were. I don't know. I don't. Know, I think. I, I mean, you know, I think that we both tend to be more football fans than baseball fans, and we're not West Coast guys. But I think Dodgers Giants has to advance. Speak for yourself. I'm a West Coast guy. Yeah, of course. Um, okay. All right. So let's go up to the top. Uh, Celtics Lakers versus Michigan, Ohio State. Celtics Lakers is unique on this rivalry where it is a there's no region at all. Like Michigan. Yeah. yeah it, Michigan, Ohio State is is different states. At least almost all of our college sports rivalries were the same state. Right. BYU, Utah, same state. Well, Oklahoma, Texas, isn't, but the Alabamas, the Oregon's, the Washington's, Lafayette, Lehigh. Either same states or right next door. Yes. Whereas here in Celtics Lakers is like. Unique in the sense it's like the two teams that have by far they got to meet in the finals. Otherwise, it doesn't happen. I mean, there's only what five teams that have even how many four four titles in the NBA, right? And obviously, the Celtics and Lakers are far outstriping everybody else. But who has more than you know? The Spurs have five. The Warriors have a bunch, and the Bulls have six. That's it, right? Yeah. Nobody else has more than three. Hmm. I don't think I'm missing anybody, am I? Yeah. All right. So who who do you want to root for here? I think the Celtics Lakers, but I, I'm willing to hear Michigan Ohio State. Uh, so here's why I say Michigan Ohio State because Michigan Ohio State matters every single year. Yeah. Celtics Lakers basically didn't matter from 1988 to 2008. Yeah, right? I would agree. It has. They, been they face each other twice. They face each other twice a year in regular season games, but eh, who cares? Yeah. Michigan Ohio I, State had that whole HBO um, documentary made about it with um, with Lee F. Schreiber, and this is before like sports documentaries were like super you know ubiquitous. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, Celtics are bad, so we're not going to have a Celtics-Lakers finals this year. Well, unfortunately, Michigan is bad. <laughs> they can't be. Well, yeah, that is, that is true. But, like, that matter, the rivalry still matters. Even I know yeah. Michigan fans have been very uh, defeated recently. Yeah. 
for good reason, because they have no yeah. hope of beating Ohio State. But yeah. like, I, but the rivalry still matters. Like they would still, you know, give up their firstborn sons to to beat the to beat the Buckeyes. Um, and then Steelers Ravens, uh, one of the more modern rivalries here versus USA Canada women's hockey. To recap, why we put that there? They're the only two teams in the sport that matter. Like they are the sport. It's a very unique rivalry. They have to face off against each other in practice, like because they're the only two teams that are capable of beating each other. Uh, the teams really don't. That's not like hatred. Because I, I feel like they're probably in the same circles professionally, but yeah. like they really don't like each other. Those teams, yeah. Uh, you know, and they spend their whole four years just to play one game against each here, other. It's like here's, a unique. Here's why I'm going to argue for Steelers Ravens, other than the fact that we are a football podcast, mm-hmm. and you know, I think, uh, but I do think like football is the biggest sport in America, the NFL, mm-hmm. and the and Steelers the Ravens, even though it violates the rules that that I talked about in right, um, not super close <laughs> geographically. Well, Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Are, well, I'm I mean, not saying they're super far away, but they're not like they're not, you know, they're not as close to like Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Now, Pittsburgh and Cleveland right. obviously is a longer dating rivalry, mm-hmm. but uh, they've never been good at the same time because the Browns were the best team uh, in football for the first 40 years of the NFL's history. The Steelers were the worst. And then they basically swapped. Mm-hmm. Um, but Steelers Ravens has been the biggest rivalry for the for most of our lives for, for, for this century, for sure. Which is kind of crazy. The team only came to be in 1996. But let me ask you a question like the Steelers. Yeah. Or the Ravens could easily, especially the Steelers, which have an old quarterback, could easily become bad, you know, in two years. Like, you know, let's sure. say they don't replace Ben. Like, does it matter if the Steelers, and I know the Steelers have basically never been bad, but like, if the, you know, other than other than the 80s. From 1920 to 1970, but yeah. But since 1970, they've never been bad. No, oh, they were bad in the 80s, the Steelers. Brother, you know the Immaculate Reception was the first playoff game they ever won in their franchise history? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that when we do. I, uh, I like, watched all these... Watch like every yeah. playoff game this last uh, quarantine. By the way, patrons, we we have a we have a, a podcast series, the hundred greatest plays in NFL history, and I have downloaded the audio clips and everything. And Keith's like, nobody wants to hear about football right now. So if you I, want well, to hear the hundred greatest plays in NFL just history, that nobody cares. It's like no offense, it's going to sound arrogant, but like my list is so much more relevant than yours. No, my list is much better than yours. I'm going to tell you why. I watched all these games. I have so much more context than you. No, you wanted um, to limit it. You said it could only be touchdowns and Super Bowls. You had some ridiculous restrictions. Yeah, because it's going to be very hard to pick plays, but I have to go through I, the the what I was trying to do was write that thousand greatest players book. Yeah, but you didn't help me with it. I did it I on my own. You that we can do that on the podcast also. We can give that to the like, patrons. It's like I think it's too boring for 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 a podcast, but it's like 600. Oh, I think I'm going to do it as written content. What about when we did the history of 1960? <laughs> I, th- I thought that was good. I thought that was fun. Yeah. Take a swing. I don't I don't know how many people yeah. like that, but well. um. Uh, so I have like 620 players done, but also I have to update every statistic because I did it like through 2019, sort of like hoping there would be a season, but thing like, well, if there's not a season, I don't have to update the statistics. So I have to go through all those entries and make sure the stats are, are right, which will yeah. take several days. Plus I have to write 380 more entries. Um, so that's nowhere near close to done. But the point is like, I, I have so much like knowledge and stuff from that, but also just to find plays, I have to reread that. It's 250 pages mm. right now. Like I have to mm. go through all of that. Yeah. Um. Just to do it, because like if we're gonna do it, I don't want to half-ass it. So we will get there. Okay. But we're not there yet. Minus anyway. is ready and waiting to go. Okay. Prime but up. also, if you have any bracket ideas, because this is we started bracket season early. If you have any bracket ideas, bracket season will go from February to August. Yes. Um. <laughs> but yeah, like hit us up with any any off-season ideas because uh, we got to do two two podcasts a week until yeah. uh you know thirty-two fans, which is like August fifth or something. Um. Okay. So we way, have, the NFL we, draft is so late. It's like the last couple days of April. Very late. I the wonder NFL if they're draft doing is a just... full month after Pesach this year. Usually they overlap. Yeah, that's Passover for people who don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. The 
I, I, I the, one of my Jewish pet peeves is when people say like things, concepts to people who wouldn't know that, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. What you just did. Okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, so Steelers Ravens beat USA Canada women's hockey. That's in the final four against Michigan, Ohio State. Who do you have winning that? Steelers Ravens against Michigan, Ohio State. So here I'm going to go for Michigan, Ohio State because for all the, like for all the reasons that we acknowledge the demerits in Steelers Ravens, it's only 20 years old. Yes, it could it go away tomorrow. Where I don't. Could, think yeah, if Ben retires, it goes away. Well, I don't know if that. I mean, they, Ben is not that great. Like yeah. I think they could replace. I'm just saying. If right, they're, so Michigan, if they're Ohio bad. State, and that's going against who? Who are who are the other Final Four participants? Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers, Giants. I yeah, think okay. Yankees, Red Sox is the answer here. It has to be. Yeah. So then, who wins? Is it Yankees, Red Sox, or is it Michigan, Ohio State? I think Yankees, I, Red Sox. I'll I'll say this: We're not at peak Yankees, Red Sox now at all. Right now, it, correct. Important. Right now. Yes. The Yankees are going to be super relevant this year. I don't know if the, like, the Red Sox are fine, but I don't know if they're a championship contender. Um, I mean, the Yankees are a nightmare right now. Like the Yankees are probably going to be uh, the best team in the AL and it's fun to beat them. It's hard for a Boston team to be the underdog at this point, but um, I, I think like I'm back on like the Red Sox need to be the Yankees because the Yankees are are like evil empire, even though they're the Mets minor league team at this point because the Mets have more money than the Yankees. They're just not spending it right now because they maybe don't have that money. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Yankees-Red Sox. Yankees-Red Sox, congratulations on being the best rivalry in North American sports. Okay. And Adam, uh, yeah, I think we picked the right disagree. winner. Okay, yeah. Yeah, What I, I want to know, like, uh, the, other things we missed. Uh, Flames versus Oilers, people say is really big. Mm -hmm. We could have certainly yeah. had that in there. But again, Canadian hockey is basically the minor leagues at this point. Yeah. Like, win, you know, win a playoff series for us, guys, and then talk. Yeah. I, I had asked uh, Jason, um, or sorry, I had asked Beat Rose. I apologize um, mm -hmm. for his opinion of the top hockey rivalries. What did he say? Yeah, we should have gotten a Canadian. Uh, uh, Leafs, Habs, Leafs, Senators, uh, Flames, Oilers, Canadians, Bruins, Rangers, Islanders, Flyers, Penguins. What is Sharks, Kings? Are the Senators the least relevant team in all four major American sports? No, because they're a Canadian hockey team, so people care about them. But like, which team? Like, is it the Jaguars? I guess a football team probably shouldn't be the like because the Jaguars could be relevant. Could be the Padres. Lawrence spending one hundred eighty million. No, the Padres are not the least. <laughs> like, the Padres have no fans, but like the Padres are are okay. studs now. Um. Uh, so then it's, it's an, I mean the Timberwolves. Maybe, Wizards, but they have a super. A they have a, of, like Timberwolves have a superstar at least. There's a lot of NBA teams that really don't matter. Yeah, but I think it has to be a hockey team. Like the Sharks, the Sharks are very relevant. Yeah, but it's it's a non-Canadian team then. Yeah, but uh, so you like? I mean, the uh, Pelicans of Zion, the Kings, the Kings are very relevant. Yeah, the Kings are. Magic. How about the Magic? The Magic have had so many like. Magic, Magic have had so many inner circle Hall of Famers. Yeah, and, and now and they have no stars. Now they're like they're probably the least have the least star power of any team in the. the, uh, the no, the, Vooch, the, that's the, not the true. post Le the post LeBron Cavs. They're basically the the, East the, the, the Cavs are no like no they're the, they're the the Hawks. The Cavs are basically the same team as the Hawks now. Cavs yeah, have some young talent at least. They're like playing hard. I mean, this Colin year. Sexton's fine, but Trey Young's better than him. Yeah, Trey Young is definitely better than Sexton, but but yeah. they're competitive. Like all those East teams, like the bottom six teams in the league, were all supposed to be, you know, yeah. uh, Cavs, Knicks, Pistons, Hornets. Like all those teams yeah. are competent. Okay. So other you can Detroit. So you you cannot have a, a Canadian team. So the whole North is out, right? Okay. The East. Um, the Arizona Coyotes, who we mentioned on the first yes, half of the podcast, probably, the Coyotes. Yeah, the Coyote, yeah, the Coyote, is that the I'd say the Blue Jackets? But I know Kyle this? King is a Blue Jackets fan. I I would, I'm, I'm not going to say Natural Predators, Johnny. So don't even get, get don't even yeah. get nervous. <laughs> the Vegas Golden Knights. No, I'm going to say the Coyotes. The Arizona Coyotes is the answer. Almost did a deal okay. for them. All right. Yeah. Can you beat the Arizona Coyotes, listeners? Add us and tell us if you could beat the Coyotes. Because I think that is the answer. The Coyotes. In terms of irrelevance. And I think they have like a star player, don't they? 
Who's the star? Let's look. Jason Spezza? I have no idea. No, let's look up who who's on there. Wasn't Jason Spezza on their team once upon a time? Because we did look up hockey players. We haven't talked about hockey in six years on this podcast, but we did look up hockey players in the uh, first half. So the the non-patrons also have to get in on some hockey. Ooh, they beat Mm -hmm. the Blues 1-0 last night. How many games have the Coyotes played this season? I'm not even going to ask you to guess their record. How many By games? the way, athletic, uh, like the in, if you search Google News for the Coyotes, as many Coyotes beset by toxic workplace financial woes, athletic investigation eight hours ago. Uh, so, yeah, maybe they're going to become very relevant as like a team to be contracted. Who knows? They're moving, moving the Glendale's Gila River. Arena. Why have they played fewer games than everybody else? I'm sure COVID stuff, probably. Right. OK, so uh, Oliver mean... Ekman Larson is there. Oh, Rick, Rick Tockett is their coach. Him I've heard. Yeah, Oliver yeah. Ekman Larson. Phil Castle. OK, people know him. He's there. He's their captain. We just leaving hockey score. Christian Dvorak. That's not a real guy. Yeah. Connor Garland. Um, Magnus Carlson. Oh, he got cut. That's a, yeah, that's a strong man. He. Clayton Keller, okay, he's uh, he's an I just, I just made up a name, and what did you say? <laughs> he's the strong man. Magnus Carlson was the guy who used to lift the tires on ESPN two at midnight. Oh, was he? Oh, I was just saying some Swedish. No, Magnus standard. Carlson is uh, is the chess player. That's a different guy. Oh, well, it was strong mentally or strong physically? Which one is it? Make well, up your I, mind. I, I think there was two Magnus Carlsons. One of them was the guy who used to lift up the truck. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's probably more than two Magnus Carlsons. Oh, Magnus was Carlson, only like... Norwegian chess grandmaster. Then who's the strong man? Magnus something or other. By the way, Magnus Carlson does not look like what you think Magnus. You know who Magnus Carlson looks like? He looks like uh, Jesse Plemons. Oh, really? Like, I mean, like, really? If like, Jesse look- Plemons is good at chess, I'm going to guess he's a cheater. I think that guy cheats at chess. The guy <laughs> the guy who caught the uh, Russian team who, like, lives in, you know, in hiding in America. That is not the picture I meant to send you. <laughs> Gregor Ragud. Uh-oh. What about, can I check? Can I check? Don't delete it. Don't delete it. I just copied a paste of the wrong thing from the Guardian. Sorry, I thought it would be exciting. Um, well, I sent your picture of my underwear. There. Yeah, that guy doesn't true. look like Jesse Plemons if he dyes his hair from red to brown. Wait, so um it's so the the yes, he does. He looks a little bit like uh a little bit. Yeah, he does. The Just, by the way, the, the headline of this article in The Guardian. Oh, and it must be it must be soccer, not American football. Interview Magnus Carlson. You need to be very fortunate to be number one in fantasy football. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's fantasy soccer. So I think he's um, the number one Premier League fantasy football player on the planet. Wow. Well, we're big fantasy um, Aussie football guys. Yeah, we got into Aussie football. Mm. Um, Did that see that season didn't start yet? Someone (laughs) let us know when that season starts. I got to get back into my team. Someone remind me which team I'm rooting for. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a Melbourne. I'm famously a lifelong Melbourne D's fan. No, I'm Carl. I'm Carlton all the way, baby. Um, So I got the hack. Oh, yeah, I never got a Melbourne. I didn't like their. The problem is I picked a team. I didn't love their merch. I should. I really that should have been the main way I look at it. Like what I, I wear. I like yours more than mine. I, I, I we can you trade the if wrong you want. team. Um, yeah, I had uh, I played um, Among Us like a few weeks ago with with that Aussie crew. They invited me because it's like the time uh, difference works for me better than the Americans. Yeah. And so I had no, no, I'm playing. And at a break, uh, he's like, I can't tell the difference between any of their 10 voices. Who is who? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so racist. Uh, all Australians. Yeah, I, I, should we cut that? Sorry, Australians. Yeah, listen, it was a seven-year-old said it. He was six at the time. Um, Strong man Lars Magnus Carlson. Uh, Lars Magnus. Yeah, he was the guy who used Wait. to uh, who used to lift the truck. I'm very confused. Lars Magnus Carlson, 19th century Swedish inventor and strongman. Well, uh, what the hell? No, that's no. Who's the guy? Who's the story? Do you ever you never watch strongman stuff? Uh, like twelve. Oh, you In weren't like allowed to watch TV when you were a kid. Yeah. Not eighty-seven. It was like nineteen ninety-eight. There used to be no sports on. Now there's sports the 24 The world's strongest man is Brian Shaw. Yeah, not now. And also Wait, the mountain. The Can mountain, I, I think. Is... 
Yeah. Who was the world's strongest man at one point. He used to win those contests. Mm. The world's strongest um, man shows off his chest muscles. How much do you care about um, about a Game of Thrones uh, prequel or whatever? Magnus Samuelson is who I'm thinking of, by the way. Oh, okay. I mean, how much? And Magnus von Magnus. We're talking about Magnus von Magnuson. I will definitely watch if, if that's your question. Mm. All right, let's wrap up this podcast because we're yes. like completely falling off the rails here. Yeah, we're falling off the rails. All right, this is the light. Um, uh, yeah, let us know if you have any ideas for bracket season because we got a lot more of these to do. Good night and good luck. Bye. When I'm off the walk, I don't know where my mind go Time is slow, I had to ice out the dial The racks don't fit, I had to cop them in recargos Where I'm from, they say the good die young But I ain't tryna die young But I ain't tryna die young But I ain't tryna They took my vote to life, he was so young Now he flying on the island Now he flying on the island Now he flying on a uh, left it in the past, let bike guns be bike guns Where I'm from, we don't buy diamonds, we go buy guns Death to all my rivals I changed my life, I must know I am a disciple I ride with Kofi, they be towing on a rifle When I'm off the walk, car, I don't know where my mind go Time is slow, I had to ice out the dial The racks don't fit, I had to cop them in Ricargos I'm in Ricargos